You're listening to episode two of Public Ice with your host, Chris Resendiz and Dave Kleinberg. This is Chris Resendiz. This is Dave Kleinberg. Welcome to Public Ice episode two. So uh, how's it going, Chris? Good, good. A little, a little exhausting today, dealing with this whole COVID issue. So, but other than that, uh, pretty good. I can't complain. How about yourself? Good. So we just had a, uh, got off of a um, impromptu uh, call with some of our skating friend families and uh, using Zoom. And we just, uh, you know, had a couple beverages and, and spoke and had fun. And kids, this is just the parents, the kids then eventually came on and started saying hi to each other course but really just for parents we've all been isolated for a couple of weeks just to to get a sense of normalcy sounds good normalcy have you guys have you guys done that at all with the zoom or no no we uh we've done a few little different things like in, in corporately uh, in our company we've done certain things like that but personally um no we we um we facetime with wendy's parents almost every day um and, and so forth and so on because they do some uh, lessons for blake uh, they're taking him around the world so they're, you know, they're uh, around the world tour that they just recently did uh, the cruise. So every one of their stops uh, on that, on that tour, they're actually going through a history lesson with Blake. So it's kind of cool. Um, but other than that, no, I mean, a few, a few FaceTimes, Facebook, um, but we're not, not yet. We did set up a, a dinner for this, this week where um, we're doing a drive through dinner where uh, yep. we're picking up, uh, picking up takeout. And then we're meeting another couple in the parking lot. And uh, we'll be each be in our cars so we can keep that social distancing. But at the same token, we'll be having dinner together. So that'll be good. That's fun. Looking um, forward to that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing some virtual stuff. I know we did brunch for my father's 75th birthday uh, last weekend. We had 12 people on Zoom. And nice. uh, all had, you know, had brunch together and saying happy birthday. So it was exciting. So, nice. Uh, yeah, so now uh, moving on yes. to uh, to what everyone is here for, all the uh, skating and hockey excitement and activity. Yes, yes. Well, actually, tonight, uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up to you is the, have you ever heard of the Ice Hockey D-Board? I've heard you talk about it uh, with some other folks before, so give me an a overview of, of what the D-Board is. Sure, sure. Um, Ice Hockey D-Board is actually literally, it's a... Um, it's the official New England Ice Hockey D board, and what it is is it's basically a, gob, a gossip uh, gossip board where you can find out all kinds of interesting things on different teams, what's going on. Uh, some of the comments are a little crazy in regards to it, but it's it shows the crazy in all the hockey parents. So, um, like most recently, they've they've got rank these teams, international 07 elite teams. Uh, brick roster, rank these teams, rank snack bars. Um, there's a, a plethora of topics. We could talk about the ice hockey D board probably for hours, uh, especially some of the comments. They're, they're hilarious in some cases, um, derogatory in others, and, and so forth and so on. And sometimes there's little nuggets of uh, good information in it. But it's ice, icehockeydboard.com. Now, um, have you, have people talked about you on there? <laughs> Uh, no, not that, I, not that I'm aware of. I kind of stay away from it. I, I like to look at this uh, on a monthly or, or bi-monthly basis. Um, it's great reading when you need to go to sleep so or <laughs> you need something along those lines because it's, it's, it gets pretty hilarious. But um, again, these are, these are a lot of people, parents going back and forth on different teams, um, 
just just a lot of banter. So it's it's great banter. So are you seeing a lot? Like, are the coaches going on? Are they learning about other teams? Like, or is it really just parents? Competing no, parents. This is more competing parents and then calling out coaches. So, like, um, for instance, you've got basically uh, here. Here's a great topic. I'll kind of go down through so you can get a, kind of get a roster or a, or a um, idea of what it is. But let me hold on. Let me go to page two because this first page isn't as much fun. Um, but it's like a look back at the season, uh, the best pizza at the rinks. Um, you D-board freaks are boring. <laughs> so. <laughs> So these are these are definitely there's legitimate ones like there's an 08 goalie post which uh, a team is looking for an 08 goalie and there's responses but a lot of this is uh, talking about who has the hottest moms um, and, and so forth and so on so all the uh, the uh, nuances of uh, of the hockey sport so and the parents that go along like there here's a great topic uh, there's parents who's worse 09 uh, MMF, which is a standard for a team, parents or 09 PHC parents. Um, and then people come in with PHC with cowbells, and there's there's just a bunch of comments. It, it's pretty humorous. I will say that the cowbell, we need to talk about that in another show, is not my thing. Oh, like, cowbell's not, shouldn't be anyone's thing in youth hockey. Um, the one thing I tell you is the Montreal teams really come and bring a lot of noise makers. Those, um, those horns, which I never remember the name of them. The Zools, um, the Zools, the Zuzus, yes, from, uh, from the World World Cup a number of years ago. Yes, yes, they bring a lot of those. They come with a lot of flair. Um, I'll take but, those over Cowbell any day. Oh, I agree, I agree. We used to have um, a funny story is we used to have a, a lady, a, a goalie mom on one of our other previous teams, and um, she was a huge Cowbell person, and we would be up six to one, and she's still ringing that Cowbell like it's the greatest <laughs> thing in the world, and. And the greatest thing, I'll have to share another story with you, but um, we were in Long Island playing a team, and one of the Long Island parents looked at her and, and basically said exploratives and that she was going to sho- shove it where the sun doesn't shine um, if she rang it again. So it was pretty, that was pretty, that was pretty per- poetic. Yeah, we, I mean, definitely we see it in figure skating and on synchro tournaments. You see a lot of the cowbells, the teams come in, uh, you know, any, any type of team sport, but uh, the cowbell is not cool i think i think there should be a ban of the cowbell i agree but but what's your now explain to me so in synchro when are they when are they ringing the cowbell at the beginning or at the end at the at the beginning so essentially what i'll what i have to do is i'll have to tape you have to play some of the videos just the audio from from uh when they go out but essentially the process is the teams get announced um there there are rules to this too which is which is very, uh, you know, interesting. So the team gets announced. They have then, um, I want to say one minute or one minute, 10 seconds, something like this to do a warm up. So they can do like a warm up block and they kind of, they kind of, you know, get their legs going and, and all that stuff. Um, and during that time, other teams that are um, part of their same program, so maybe the older groups or whatever, will sing a, ch- a cheer for them specific to that team so it'll you know it's like team blah 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 you know and then this it's kind of like so they do that and at that same parent point parents will do cowbells i've seen i saw one purse parent at uh the nationals dressed up in a unicorn outfit really uh yeah so uh, i'll have to find see if i can find a picture of that um, but yes, it, the parents get kind of wacky on this and, um, 
Um, and then they, you know, some teams I see them with cowbells, with air horns. And then when the skaters go, they, you know, everything is fine. And then at the end, they go back to the cowbell. So, well, that, that brings up a great question, Dave. So, so now if I'm a parent that's just entering into the world of uh, figure skating, uh, dance and um, synchro skating, what is some of the craziest things I should expect? Hmm, that's a that's a good question. I think that's uh, what should you expect? Um, I think it's probably similar to um, other sports. Just you know, I think you know a lot of folks you know talking um, about things, but really you know it's I, I always like to stay out on the outside because <laughs> because <laughs> it's just you know I'm not a I'm not a gossiper or anything. But I think that's that's one avenue. Um, you know, just you know. Just, just I think it's the same with any other sport. Talking about, um, you know, what their kids are doing and working on. Um, I don't see a lot of talking about other kids, which is good. That's one thing I'm not a big fan of. You know, talking, talking about any any other child. I think you know, at the end of the day, they're all out there to have fun. Yeah, um, exactly, and learn the sport. Um, I think you see that that portion more on the hockey side, where um, people will talk. It's it's funny how. Uh, you see, especially at the lower levels, um, the, the younger parents uh, start to blame other kids on the team for things that happen. Um, and you see that happen. And, and you, sometimes you just wish they would actually just relax because it's especially at the might level. It's just a sport. So, I mean, it's not just a sport, but it's just a game. Uh, the kids will get better and, and you don't want to ruin their confidence by, by kind of calling them out. But on the, on the hockey side, some of the craziest things I've seen um, is, is parents getting in fights with refs. Uh, I've seen that a couple of times and it blows my mind that um, that the the might hockey game is so important that a parent uh, will will fight the ref outside in the parking lot afterwards or each other or each other. Yeah, or each other. But but luckily, um, there's only been some verbal battles. There hasn't been a lot of uh, a lot of fistfights with the parents, but it's it just blows my mind. Um, And I've seen two guys actually hop on the ice because of a bad call, (laughs) which blows my mind. I've seen, I'm sure you saw that video recently of a coach and a ref in a, I want to say in maybe uh, in uh, the bog. Yeah, it was in the bog. Yep, yep. I don't know if that, I think it looked like maybe like a squirt team maybe or. No, I believe it was the 2008s. Um, I believe it was the town high, like the Pee Wee Miners. Um, But I guess that ref has had some issues as well as that coach. So uh, it's very interesting. It was a interesting video um and, but you see it all the time it's i shouldn't say you see it all the time you see it rare it's ugly head at certain times but and, it's disappointing um, to see you know it it's is. like what are you teaching the kids at that point yeah there's 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 no reason to ever at this age or in, you know in any age with you know the refs of the refs if they make a bad call what is the worst that can happen the game you don't you lose the game yeah <laughs> Well, as I always explain to my, my son is, listen, they're going to make mistakes. They're going to miss. They're going to they're going to make about 80 percent of the first calls, but they're going to make 100 percent of the second calls or the retaliations. And then first and foremost, a, a bad call never costs you the game. If the bad call leads to a lost game, it just means you didn't have enough points before that bad call happened or something. Happened. It may have changed the outcome of the game. But realistically, if you if you're winning at a high enough margin, then guess what? One call, one bad call doesn't make or break the game. You know, and I, I will say, like, you know, I went to a Patriots game this year, and the refs, just one call after another, <laughs> were making, were making, you know, horrendous calls. And did it cost them the game? 
probably when you call a touchdown back, <laughs> you know, saying that the guy didn't catch it or, but at the end of the day, it's, it was, you know, it's still a football game. It's, it's a game. It's not, it's not, you know, everything else. So the, the, the players didn't come to come to blows with the ref. The coach didn't yell at the ref. You know, they moved past it, as you said. You know, is this going to cost us the game? No. So well, they, your play costs you the game. Listen, if, that, if, if they're that close to another team and if there's a bad call and you, you lose that game, then realistically you lost that game before that bad call happened because you allowed them to come into it too much. So I'm a strong believer in that. Um, I mean, if you're up, like, if you're up six to one and the ref makes a bad call, like, we've had that happen in Blake's team a few times where refs have called back two or three shots, two or two or three goals, and we still found ways to win or we didn't. And that was that's simple as that. It's not up to the ref. I mean, yes, were some of those calls bad? Yes, but these guys are doing the best job they can. Yeah, for the most part. And you, you never know, you know, what the situation is. I mean, there's a lot going on on the ice. That's why they instituted two refs. And so for for kids' games, they're doing two refs? Or is it – there's no linesman, right? No, no, there's there's two refs. Um, but they um, – it's interesting. Some of these poor guys, they have trouble skating up and down the ice, so they don't move too much. <laughs> so they, they basically have – they play on – so they're not going behind the net. Yeah, no, no. They're they're skating from blue line to blue line, um, if they're lucky. Sometimes it's blue line to red line to back to blue line. So, um, but yeah, no, I mean, there's a few of those guys out there, but they do the best job they can, and, and they're not going to see everything. And they're also calling different games throughout the day. So you're calling a Pee Wee Major game or a Pee Wee Minor game or a Bantam game or a uh, Mike game. And honestly, what you let slide, what you're calling, sometimes after watching a couple games isn't always the correct way. So... I mean, but, and even if you're watching pro hockey, they're letting a lot go by because it's it's they they let the the action determine the game, right? If the players are handling it themselves and it's you know it's not dangerous, they'll let a lot of lot of penalties go. They don't need to call every interference or trip because otherwise the game becomes boring and stale. So it's uh, you know the refs know what they're doing and exactly. You know, well, you know I, as. Yeah, that goes that goes along with a, a story. Um, one of the times when Blake was playing, uh, he was playing in a, in a lower level tournament, and um, he actually had the puck on his stick. It was the great. It was, it was the funniest call I've ever seen. Is he had the puck on his stick and he was skating forward and he ran over a kid, and they called Blake for checking. <laughs> but but it was a call. I talked to the ref afterwards, and he was laughing about it. He goes, he goes like, what what could I do? He goes, that other kid could wasn't even close to the level, so you have to call it based on levels. And he's like, your son, while you had the puck, actually checked the kid. So it was pretty funny. Yeah, and I mean, refs, you know, do it the what the best they can do. And, you know, you see that in uh, skating as well because there's judges and each, you know, each judge has different things that they're looking at. And, you know, one of the things I'd love to understand what judges look at in figure skating, um, I think that's, a, that's something I've been at wondering about. I want a course. I want to become a judge. I want to become a... Because I think I would love to understand how to how to determine the value of a specific element. You know, um, I think it's it's a really interesting topic, like understanding how to score something. You know, what gets a point here and minus a point there. I have no idea. So I think yeah. that would be. I mean, it's easy in, in a in a scoring game, right? Like you can tell what's a goal. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, for the most part, but yeah. Now let me ask you this. That might be a good topic for us to have for our listeners. One of these days is actually have a, a judge on. I'm not sure if we're able to, but maybe they can clarify some of those questions that we have. Yeah. I think, I think that's, 
that's that's I'm gonna try to find uh, find an avenue for that because I think it would um, really help. Just kind of, I think that's something that everybody wants to know is <laughs> how, to, how to how to judge something. Um, back in the day, it was different because I think you had a different system. You had like a you know a six system, and now they've moved to the IJS system. That's another topic, so we have to figure that out too, and uh, um, give all of our listeners a primer because I sh- I don't get everything. I just I just smile and take a look at the at the scores. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm there because my kids having fun. But hey, uh, back to this. I was I was clicking through that ice hockey D board. Yes. And, and and this is this is a prime example. This is good entertainment. Good good entertaining reading. Is uh, there was a topic that said coaches beware. So I'm like, oh, I'll click on it. <laughs> and and this is the topic. Is it says assistant coach is getting reported to USA Hockey. Ran his mouth out of the King's body. Slammed his way out of the Terriers. Stay away from anything he touches. Falls apart. And then the next response is okay, cousin Toot. <laughs> so I mean, I have no idea th- what that means. <laughs> exactly, but it's just the most random stuff. And then he's like, it, then there's another statement that says his next stop is the advantage until USA Hockey steps in. And then next stop, 06 Flames. And then who heard it was the ticket guy from the Terriers? I mean, this stuff is just completely random. It's it's it is great reading for a late night, but I mean, don't take this uh, don't take this stuff literally. So what is the URL again? Is that icehockeydboard.com. So just icehockey and then the letter D and then board.com. B-O-A-R-D. Oh, well, I'll have to, so folks, take a look at that. Some yeah. Late night entertainment. We're, we're giving them some, we're giving them a couple plugs um, as some advertisement, but it's, it's good reading. Um, again, I kind of go on there once every three months. So I need some uh, late night reading to, to go put to myself to sleep or, or I just need a couple chuckles. There's got to be some figure skating boards out there. I'll have to, that'll make, be my homework for next time. There you go. There's, <laughs> there's one for the Atlantic Youth Hockey um, as well, but I, I've been on it a few times, but it's not nearly as juicy. They actually use real information. They use it to actually post uh, like real things, like games and uh, uh, new rules or anything along those lines. All right, excellent. Well, no, uh, we wanted to keep it short and sweet tonight. Yep. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Send us an email at info at publicice.com. Yep, choose any topics that you'd like. Uh, if there's anything you'd like us to cover, definitely info at, at uh, what was that again? Email again? Inf- info at publicice.com. Awesome. All right, well, thank you very much, everyone. This is Chris signing off. And this is Dave.